0: What's happening, Mark?
1: Dude, I'm fired up. You're uh, you're gonna be stealing my house coming up. Yes, kicking it in Tahoe, huh? I'm gonna change the locks. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> you guys aren't getting it back. I know it's gonna be great. I'm I'm so excited. Thank you, Mark. Oh, I forgot so much. To, to tell you about oh. the there's bears there. So, yeah, huh? I know that you're not normally scared of stuff like that, so it's probably not a problem. But uh. hypothetically speaking, if if you were kind of nervous. <laughs> about stuff then uh, maybe it would affect you more i don't know possibly well <laughs> hmm. I, I don't know i guess i'm not cuz i've never so i you're remember you're more nervous about trying a new protein powder than you are <laughs> yeah <laughs> encountering a bear yeah
0: cuz what happens if i encounter the bear right after i've had a protein a questionable protein shake that gives me you know diarrhea <laughs>
1: now the whole situation's different right because the the bear the bears and the, <laughs> the bears and have a chance in catching you because you're running to the bathroom. Maybe. <laughs> maybe yeah.
0: <laughs> Bending of the knees. Super important. Yep. But no, I'm super fired up. Thank you so much, dude. I appreciate it. I yeah, can't, it I can't wait cool. to get the family out there. Yeah. Hope you guys it'll, have a good time. It'll be sick. Yeah. But today I actually just wanted to just plain and simply ask you, cause like every, every day we're, we're talking and we usually kind of leads down the similar road, but you know, I mean, I'll let you explain kind of like your your weekend and stuff, but it just seems like you're always wanting to help people, strangers, people you know, friends. But like, where does that come from? Like, why do you think, like, I don't know, it almost feels like uh, you feel like it's your responsibility. Like you have a duty all of a sudden now to like help people. Um, Some people that do ask and some people that maybe don't ask yet. But where does this come from? Like, why do you think... Why do you feel like you want to help people?
1: You know, I think that this kind of second half of my life here, you know, now that I'm in my mid-40s, I'll be 45 in December. um, I I would like to spend the the next half of my life trying to help people, you know, being... um, Being that I, you know, I have learned a lot about nutrition. I have learned a lot about training over the years. I, I feel that I'm in a good position to explain to people some things that are fairly simple to implement into their lives that could really be life altering. They could really change their lives forever. And, uh, it's easy to have a perspective on yourself thinking that you're very rational or thinking that the ideas that you have are very simple. Um, but in comparison to, uh, what I think is believed of nutrition and of fitness, I believe that I do have an approach that is simple. I believe that I do have an approach um, that can be incrementally introduced into somebody's life. And over a period of time, it will not feel that challenging and they'll be able to peel off a lot of weight. So I feel like I just have a lot of information that I would be doing like a, a disservice to myself and to the world, really, um, to not share it out. I I would love to, you know, some people know me from bigger, stronger, faster. Some people know me from being a power lifter. Um, Some people, I guess, kind of see me as like a dad and a husband and, um, you know, different people know me for different things. But ultimately, uh, ultimately, I think I, I would love to be known for this new thing that I'm trying to, you know, I guess, uh, get into, and that's being able to help people and being able to help people mainly, uh, when it comes to people being overweight, people being obese, um, people just maybe not having a great understanding of nutrition. I've just seen it happen to too many people where they kind of slip and slide down this road, um, where they didn't even really recognize initially, they didn't recognize how dangerous and how slippery, this road that they're going down can really be. And then after over a period of time, they start to cement and formulate this fixed mindset around thinking that you have to be this way all the time. And while there are really strong psychological components to being obese, um, there are also just a lot of things from a physical standpoint that you could do that can be very, very helpful. And I do understand there's some people that will have a hard time turning the corner and maybe this recognition uh, to answer your question, kind of more direct, uh, of wanting to help people. Maybe it was from, you know, losing somebody that was close to me to obesity. You know, my mother died, um, you know, in her, in her sixties and, uh, It was, it was sudden It it kind of, she wasn't healthy. She's been heavy, you know, most of her life. Um, But she she didn't really have, she was um, not getting around so well. And we knew that her health was compromised, but we see a lot of people that, that live onward uh, for many, many years, uh, you know, with all kinds of ailments. And so it was sudden, it did come out of nowhere But I think ultimately when I think about some people that have died in my family, aside from, you know, like my brother, Mike, or my uncle who died of, they died of uh, drug addictions and drug overdoses. um, I, I would say that I've actually have noticed that a lot of, I think that millions of Americans are dying from sleep. I actually think that, and I would love to, you know, communicate with a doctor about this further and see what some of their thoughts are. I've not really heard this talked about much, um but maybe some of you listening, maybe you have heard somebody, so if you have you know let us know you know who who you've heard talk about this before. I know like Matthew Walker talks a lot about sleep, and there's a lot of great sleep uh people that study sleep, but at the same time, I don't know if people have kind of linked it that strongly. you know my mom, you know they when she her autopsy kind of revealed that she may have died from like a heart attack, but it seemed like they just really Didn't have a real definitive answer, but to me, I think that she died from not being able to sleep. She hasn't been able to sleep for a really, really long time. And I think that those things are the things that catch up to you quicker than, uh, I think you can be, you know, for lack of a better term and just putting it quite frankly, I think you can be really, really, really fat. I think your body can handle you being really heavy. And that's why we see these shows uh, where people are 600 pounds and, and things like that. And their weight really gets out of control because I think the human body can tolerate kind of a lot, but it can't tolerate many different things uh, going wrong all at once. So the body fat is one thing, but the body fat isn't really what's going to kill you. It will be the accumulation of fat uh, in your organs and around your heart Um around your liver, having a fatty liver and, and, um, starting to lose, lose, uh, not having such good as good, um, response like insulin and all these different things, uh, over a period of time, those are going to be things that accumulate. But in my opinion, you know, the sleep is a huge aspect of it. But aside from that, you know, I was not able to really reach my mom probably the way that I would have liked. And sometimes there there's, you know, sometimes when it's a family member, for some reason, it's so hard for you to go and talk to them. But it should be actually really easy. Um, I did try to reach out to her a few times. It kind of just seemed like it was a futile attempt. It actually did work a couple times uh, where I did help her to get healthier. I did help her to lose weight. Um, but just kind of seeing all the things that she went through, uh, I was like, you know what? I bet you that when I talk to other folks that are trying to lose weight and they're trying to lose you know, any sort of weight really. But when I talk to some people that are trying to lose larger amounts of weight, I bet you that they have a lot of the things in common with my mom. Um, there was a lot of stuff that I just, I didn't know. Um So my mom, you know, used to be like afraid of like heights and stairs and different things like that. And I always thought it was cause she, later in life she had a, a brain tumor but I didn't really know that it was because she grew up in a poor environment and she grew up in a poor apartment complex and there was always like kind of older men and people just out and about that were around and she would like get home from work or get home from school or whatever extracurricular activities she had at school or whatever. When she would come home, she was nervous that these people were going to like, you know, do something to her because like whistle at her or, or they were just, they just weren't she just didn't grow up in the best environment, you know, kind of just shady people around. And so she would run up the stairs, you know, in, into her, you know, into her, her apartment. And, um, she also on top of that had alcoholic parents. And so she had a lot of trauma and I didn't grow up with any of that stuff. I grew up with the opposite. I grew up in a really good household. I, I didn't grow up with a lot of trauma. Um, I've had things happen in my life. Um, that, uh, you know, aren't, aren't the best things ever, but, uh, for the most part, I lived a really good life. So I would love to be able to assist people with having a better understanding of nutrition, having a better understanding of fitness and just kind of knowing the black and white parts of it. And then also understanding that, okay, there's a lot of human behavior involved here. So there's, there's so many things that are attached to somebody being obese, it's, it's way different than just calories in calories out. Although that is a huge component of how someone got heavier in the first place. We need to kind of study and get a better understanding of why are they repeatedly doing this? Where is this coming from? And I've said this many times on our podcast, uh, over the years, you know, go a couple questions deep on somebody and you'll, then you'll start to really get to the truth. When you go multiple questions deep on somebody and they don't have answers for you, uh, a lot of times it's because they don't know. And that's another good way to filter out whether people are really super knowledgeable in a particular area or not. But also, when you go three questions deep on somebody that is obese, you're going to start to... um you're going to start to really get to the root of what the actual problem is and once you know what the actual problem is it makes it so much easier to untangle everything else that's surrounding it because it's like a um i don't know if you ever had like a you know a wire get really tangled up it's so confusing on where to even start and you pull on it and it just gets more knotted up and you're like, <laughs> what? And then you twist it left and then it's like, makes it even worse. And you're like, "What?" then you twist it right. And you're like, I don't know what the hell is going on here. <laughs> and this is what pe- a lot of people are dealing with. Their emotions are this way. Their trauma in their lives is this way. They are being told that if you eat less and move more, that you'll be totally fine. Now you'll be totally healthy and there definitely can be truth to that. Like, let's face it, if you move around more and you eat a little less, you will lose weight. Let's face it, if we were to take anybody and put them on a deserted island and they just weren't allowed to eat any food for five days, every single person would lose weight. There might be some weird, uh, you know, crazy metabolic condition that one person might have or something. There's always like an outlier and everything. Right. But in general, it would be really uncommon for anyone, regardless of hormonal profile and regardless of many, many different things, each person would lose weight. They've even done studies more recently to kind of show that people that are diabetic, uh, can lose weight, um, through the same mechanics that somebody who's not diabetic can lose weight. Um, so just because you're obese doesn't mean you no longer possess the ability to lose weight. Um, but it can be complicated. But what I would like to try to do is I would like to deliver some black and white information to people that is helpful. I don't want to get negative. I don't want to, you know, fight with anybody else. That's like an expert in the field. Um, um, I just simply want to be able to give information to people that I feel can be really useful and really helpful.
0: So what do you think is the um the biggest reason for like if we if we were to call it a battle um well I guess maybe we can start there. Um do you still think that we are losing the battle right now? Like with everything with uh, people being overweight and if you do, what's the main reason why we are losing um,
1: that battle? I think, I think uh, at the top of my list, because, you know, pull, pulling things away from people is really, really difficult. Pulling away certain foods so we can sit here and say we're losing the battle because of processed foods. Um, yeah, highly processed foods uh, does make it, does make things a little bit more challenging for some folks that can't stop eating those things. Um one of the things about processed foods is they have a long shelf life. The other thing about processed foods is they're very very convenient. But if we go to the flip side, in some sense we're winning this battle or at least starting to win this battle or at least there's there's a pillar of hope, you know. 30 40 years ago, the only thing uh the only thing diet related that we had was diet coke and diet pepsi. Mm-hmm. Right? Um We now have, and I'm not even saying that a lot of these fake sugar things and diet things are are good. What I am saying is that, okay, look, there's a lot of highly processed foods that have a long shelf life that are convenient to eat. Well, that is true. But guess what? A lot of companies have gotten smart and a lot of people that are into fitness and health have started their own businesses and they have hyper palatable foods that taste, you know, they taste freaking fantastic. Uh, they are lower in calories like our boys and girls over at legendary foods, mm-hmm. those uh, tasty pastries. There's things like that. I'm not saying that it's a great idea to go indulge on these things and overeat them because overeating ultimately is what is, is uh, where the battle will be won and lost, but it does give you some options and there are, a lot of convenient options. I think when, when I think of somebody's main challenge with their diet, I'm thinking hunger, cravings, and convenience. Hunger, cravings, convenience, and consistency. Hunger, cravings, consistency, and convenience are, are kind of at the helm. Those are all a real bitch to, to figure out what to do about. So where, so I guess another, another key element to this battle alongside the cravings and everything else. I believe that it is really important. I'm not, I don't want to say have to, and I don't want to put absolutes down, but I think it's really important for people to lift weights. I really do. Muscle is our money. Muscle is our money. Muscle is our time. Muscle is a future investment to ensuring uh, it's insurance. It's a future investment to ensure that we will get more out of our bodies every single day that we're on this earth until the time that we stop lifting. So when you lift, you're building muscle for the future. You're 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 also you're also increasing your metabolism. We hear about the metabolism all the time. By increasing muscle, like when we go to the gym, make no mistake about it. We want to build muscle mass. You're not going to the gym to burn fat. You're not going to the gym to burn fat. You're not going to the gym to burn fat. Now you can burn fat at the gym. I'm not saying that you can't. There's certain ways of doing things and there's exercise. And obviously the body is going to burn what it needs to burn when it needs to burn it. But that's not why you're there. That is not why you're there. You are there to build more muscle, male, female, young or old. That is why you need to be don't uh, need. That is why I think it's important to be in the gym. And I strongly encourage you to be in the gym. And then what do we need from our gymming session? Uh, we need to have some resistance. We need to have some resistance training. Uh, having some muscle tension. We've heard that more recently, right? Muscle tension. What's muscle tension? Well, uh, you're an 80 year old grandma and you, you don't know how to throw down the gym. Well, walk with some five pound dumbbells in your hands. There's some muscle tension for you. Um, grab one pound dumbbells and push them out to the side of you. Like you're doing like a lateral raise. Maybe while you're walking back and forth in the gym. Maybe grab some fives and curl them. I think everyone knows what a curl is. Um maybe get up and down off of a bench holding a ten pound dumbbell. Like there's the options are, are are crazy. We just need a little bit of uh weight. But the reason why I think that that this is part of the battle is because I went to uh, two parties this weekend and was kind of out and about and kind of saw the the aftermath of COVID. And uh, here's another entanglement for somebody. You know, I've heard a lot of people saying, I got fat because of COVID. And as much as I would love to be compassionate for people, I can't always be. Every once in a while, I got to just fucking roast people <laughs> and say, you know what? You're not fat because of COVID. You're fat because you made poor decisions. You ended up uh, reverting back to uh, some of your old bad habits. Or you just decided that you're going to order DoorDash and sit there and watch Netflix. You know that that's not in your best interest. You know that's not a great way to keep yourself healthy. But you continue to do it anyway. Now, it's important to learn why you did that. You may have felt depressed. Maybe you lost your job. Maybe you lost momentum. Maybe you lost your mojo. Uh, maybe, you turn, maybe Maybe it turns out your spouse is around a lot more and you didn't like them as much as you thought. <laughs> there's all kinds of different things that have happened during a pandemic that have been a lot of people popped out kids in, in this uh, time period, right? So there's a lot of changes for people. There are a lot of life changes. Uh, having people tell you that you can't go to the gym any longer, um, but some people chose. Life is full of choices. Some people chose to go outside for a walk. Some people chose to do some push-ups in the in, uh, in the in their own house. Some people decided to buy some weights. Some people decided to dust off the treadmill that they had for fifteen years and not use it for a coat rack anymore and start to uh, exercise on it. So. What I noticed at these parties I was at, though, was m- almost all the young folks. And congrats to all the parents and stuff that produced some of these young kids because they looked great. They're all in good shape. I didn't see, I didn't see hardly any kids that were like, you know, excessively overweight. Um, everyone looked, everyone lo- looked like they were in pretty good shape. Now people will say that's you know that's because it's genetic because these particular you know and. It, it it can be but what i noticed was one party i was at the girl does volleyball she does um javelin she is a hammer thrower um she's played sports her entire life the whole family plays sports next house we went to the kid's a baseball player he's real lean tall looks great um i think uh both the brothers both played baseball and everyone everyone and their friends everyone's uh participating in sports. Now I'm not even saying that sports is the answer to anything really, but what's the difference between them and and the old lady I saw that was walking across the lawn with a limp, you know, in her 60s, um a lot heavier than she should be, probably in more pain than she should be experiencing. Again, I'm not trying to be an asshole. I'm not trying to uh, inflect a lot of judgment here, but that woman walked across the lawn to get a bunch of cookies. And I'm just thinking, man, that's a la- It's hard for me to watch that. It's hard for me to see. It's hard for me to see some guys at this party who gained 30, 40, and 50 pounds with their faces all red, looking, way old, looking like they went through a fucking time warp. Drinking on some beers and stuff. And I get it. Like, I understand the entertainment. I'm not even saying that beer necessarily makes you fat. Um, But the key thing here is to recognize it's not covid. It's not beer. It's not sugar. It's not candy. It's not DoorDash. It's not Netflix. It's not playing video games. It's none of those things. It's our choices. It's ultimately our choices. When you continually have choices day in and day out that register a net positive in the amount of energy that you consume every day, day in and day out over a long period of time, this is where disease comes in. And obesity is a disease. Heart disease, uh, cancer, um, insulin resistance through you know diabetes or dementia, Alzheimer's. It seems like almost it seems like so many things are attached to this. It's the overconsumption of energy. How do you figure out a way? This is what I'm obsessed with right here. How do you figure out a way to get through each and every single day without overeating? It's that simple. I actually heard somebody once say, and it was probably like one of those old school philosophers uh, once said one of the things in life or one of the main ingredients to having a good life is to try to ensure you have more good days than you do bad. Sounds simple. And maybe somebody was watching over us and said, hey, let's have seven days so that you can, <laughs> you can split the difference there and hopefully end up with four good days every week. So you can, you can acknowledge it and say, hey, that was a good week because I had more good days than I did bad. What if we just took that from like a nutrition standpoint? and said, I just want to have more good days than bad. And obviously the more that we start to lean towards being more consistent with that, you start to have rather than just four days a week that are uh, headed towards your goal, maybe get five, maybe get six, right? But we don't have to be on point all the time. There's not a particular diet that we need to follow. There is not a particular diet that we need to follow. We just need to know this one overarching rule. I'm not even a fan. Personally, I don't even really enjoy, I don't like counting calories. But I know that it can be effective for people because it is a measure of the energy that we consume. I personally like to do it differently just because I feel that it's easier. There's some people are like, hey, I track calories all the time. No skin off my back. I got an app and I just, I weigh my food here and there and boom, I'm done. And I've been doing it for so long that I still track, but I don't weigh stuff as much and and people are like in tune with it. And that's cool. That's a great, that's a great way of doing it. The reason why I personally don't track is because I have worked on over a long period of time making good food choices. I'm like, I'm not going to weigh this uh, steak that is, you know, 85% uh, lean and it has nothing in it that my body doesn't need or want. It has protein in it, it has fat in it, it has zinc and iron and a bunch of other stuff that's highly absorbable by my body. It doesn't contain one thing that my body doesn't need. So I'm not going to worry about it. I'm not going to weigh it. <laughs> uh that's, you know, just kind of my own personal way of of doing things and I've done that uh over the years and I've I'll do that with other foods. I'll have potatoes, I'll have rice, I'll have fruit, I'll have this, I'll have that. But I'm also trying to be mindful Of the whole overall picture, which is to not overeat. How do you not overeat a baked potato? Eat the baked potato without anything on it. (laughs) Tell me how far along you get. Tell me how much you love potatoes at that point. Even take, even let's just hypothetically, just let's go a giant step forward. And let's go to Andrew's favorite. Let's go right to French fries. How many French fries are you even going to give a shit about if you don't have ketchup and or you don't put any salt on it? Ketchup I can do without salt cannot. You're in a lot of trouble without salt, right? I'm (laughs) and and you don't want to torture yourself and not have these delicious tastes, but it shows you the power of single ingredient foods. And that's not even an example of single ingredient food because you'd be, you know, frying it in some sort of oil. But the less ingredients that we have, the harder it is to continue to eat. There actually was a guy that um, ate like three pounds or three gallons of ice cream. <laughs> I think it was, or maybe three pounds. I can't remember. That was a lot. Guy ate like some shitload of ice cream. Man versus food. <clears throat> yeah, but he was able to eat more ice cream when he ate French fries in between because you end up with something called palate fatigue. Well, palate fatigue can be utilized to your advantage. These These are simple... Maybe people haven't heard of that term before, but these are simple things that you can utilize to give you a little bit of strategy in your war, in your fight to ensure in this battle that we're all in to ensure that you don't overconsume energy every single day. If we know that palate fatigue is a thing, how about we apply that to our meal? So how about we start our meal with a bunch of protein? When that palate fatigue starts to hit, and you start to get satiated because protein is the most satiating macronutrient there is, then we start making a decision on what else are we going to eat. Then you would go to something that can still do no harm, which would be some vegetables. After that, you might have a potato. You might have rice. Be careful with what you put on the potato. Be careful with what you put on your rice. A great option to put on your potato would be some cheese has protein in it, has some fat in it, has calcium in it great option sour cream wouldn't be a bad idea um or bacon or what or butter right none of those things are bad ideas, but when we throw all of those things on there, now we're probably running into something that can lead us to over consuming energy for the day because your baked potato that was uh two hundred calories you just turned it into six hundred calories without anything that's going to actually fill you up. A couple days ago, or yesterday it was, I went to a few wineries with my family, and then we went to uh, an Italian restaurant and ate... I just ate whatever I wanted. I ate like a normal person. I ate like a schmo for the day. <laughs> I will never, ever be... I'll, I I don't mind saying this in absolutes. I will never be a normal person ever again in my life. That was the worst thing. It was the worst choice. I, now, I'll eat some normal stuff here and there, but... I just did it for like the whole meal because I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to be normal ass person. (laughs) Did you eat the bread when they brought it out? Yeah.
0: You ate the bread. Okay. Did you add the butter to it also? Or did they have like some fancy truffle butter with oil and some mm -hmm. random shit like that? (laughs) Yeah. They
1: said they had olive oil and salt and that kind of stuff, but they had focaccia bread, which already has olive oil like in it. Never heard of it. And <laughs> you've had focaccia bread before. It's delicious. It's an Italian restaurant. If I'm with you and we had it, then yeah, but I don't remember us having bread. <laughs> oh, well, that's true. Anyway, um, yeah, it was it was delicious. Everything tasted good, but I fired through all this food. I ate bread. Um, I had a bunch of the appetizers. Um there's a little bit of meat in the appetizer because I had, like, raw steak thingy, carpaccio or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, I had salad, which that's, you know, kind of supposed to fill you up a bit, but that didn't really make a dent because I just ate it with the dressing on there. Um, salads, by the way, aren't very healthy for people. I think people always think that they're healthy, but if you're mm-hmm. consuming it with uh, a vessel of uh, tons of um dressing on there you're consuming a lot of calories again so you want to be just be mindful of these things then the next thing i ate i just ordered like some sort of pasta meal that they had and it tasted good everything was everything was good we all shared some food too and stuff like that but when i was done and i ordered dessert when we were done eating i was fucking starving i was just like this is so stupid I was like, okay, well, this is a big problem. This is how most people are eating. Like, I think that people, I think that people are obviously, they're, they're eating like with impulse. But I think that if people experience what I experienced yesterday, if I could somehow put a, uh, a virtual helmet on them and they could like feel and, and, and do what I did yesterday, I think they would be very reluctant to go back to eating, uh, a normal schedule because when you, Primarily eat protein, and when protein's the focus, I'm not necessarily even saying that you have to always eat like protein first by itself, and then eat after that. But for people that are really heavy, that is my suggestion because you currently have demonstrated you don't have control over uh, what you eat, how you eat, and when you eat, and we need to rein that in a bunch. Um, but I I do think I do think it's important to be protein minded and have protein be the priority. Every meal that you have should have protein in it. And so if our battle is in kind of these kind of two main areas, you know, we're trying to lower the amount of calories we eat every day and we would lower the amount of calories we ate every day. If we ate more protein because over time it will help drive down your hunger because you'll be more satiated. Now, if the protein is accompanied by a lot of carbohydrates and the protein is accompanied by a lot of fat, That's not really what I'm talking about. We need kind of lean sources of protein. They don't have to be super lean, but they need to be lean ish. Otherwise we're going to end up in the same category as we always do. We're going to end up in this uh, thing of, of over overeating once again. And so these are the things that I would love to really assist people with. We, if we eat more protein and we also challenge the protein that's already in our body, which is our muscle, we challenge the muscle that we have we utilize some resistance training a couple times a week you cannot go wrong with that recipe we don't really need to talk a lot about really anything else you have carbohydrates are an energy source and fat is an energy source so it's important that you understand that those are two main energy sources and it's important that you understand that you don't want to overdo either one of those. It's important that you know that when fat and carbohydrates are combined, that is going to lead to overeating very, very easily for almost everybody. If we have protein and carbs or protein and fat, that's going to encourage you to eat more protein. You may actually want to use that as a strategy, such as utilizing a sauce that has uh, maybe a little bit of even sugar in it. I, I would prefer that you want something that's more like sugar-free because there's really no reason to add a lot of calories to a lot of stuff. But if you threw a little soy sauce on some chicken breast, I don't have any issue with that at all. It's just um. but then we can run into issues again if we are, if you have chicken thighs and you have rice and you throw teriyaki sauce on that, now we're back we're back in the same slot again. We have an allotted amount of energy that we can or we have allotted amount Uh, of uh yeah energy that we can consume each day and if you're going to choose something that's not that lean that's really really sweet it's going to be super you're going to get over your calories really really super fast yeah Um, one thing i I would like to hopefully try
0: to kind of figure out because i i have this issue too but when you're talking about like the single origin foods and possibly like Uh, running into palate fatigue on purpose. Um, What I found was, yeah, I was done eating like the steak when I was doing the carnivore diet. Like, okay, I'm good. I don't want to eat anymore. But then I'm kind of looking around like, what else do we have though? It wasn't necessarily that I was hungry, but like I just, I I felt like I wasn't satisfied. Mm -hmm. How can people battle that weird feeling of like, I'm done eating. I know I don't want to eat anymore. Damn! If I could just have like a couple of chips, (laughs) I'd be satisfied. When we know for damn sure that that's not true, because you have chips, and it's kind of all over from there. So the battle between being satiated and satisfied.
1: Yeah, you know, um, you end up in a category of 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 cravings. You know, and and when you we're talking about cravings, uh, a lot of times a craving will pass you'd actually be fairly shocked um, if you chose to do something else. And I mean like do something else, like go do something Mm -hmm. uh, you will, that craving most likely will pass. Now, sometimes the craving sits around and annoys you for a while. keeps jabbing at you. It's like, yo, Hey, remember, Mm -hmm. (laughs) remember me, you bitch, like you better, you better take care of this. But (laughs) if, if you were to like go and I don't know, take a shower or you were to, uh, go do something in preparation for the next morning or just anything that you can do, do some laundry, fold some laundry, like do the dishes, take out the garbage, um, whatever thing around the house that you wanted to fix. A lot of times, if you're to do something, that craving will pass just from time. As long as you're not actually hungry. Now, if you're actually still hungry, then you might need to continue to eat because, um, sometimes we legitimately are still hungry, but most likely you're not going to want to continue to eat what you just ate. And you're like, I'm over it. I don't want any more of that. This is where I think we could utilize some tricks, but this is your mind being hungry. Still, this is you growing a second stomach. This is like the, um, you know, the second dinner stomach that will grow. And and you're just thinking about like, yeah, I would like to kind of end the day with some dessert, but this is where going back in time and, and investigating, you know, where do these things manifest from? Um, Have you always done this? Have you done this from the time you were a kid? Did mom and dad bring out some cookies and some milk or they say, hey, yeah, it's cool if you have some ice cream right now. Now we need, if that's the case, then you kind of have a a Pavlov type response where you're thinking, all right, well, yeah, I'm done with dinner. I'm done with the salty stuff. Uh, Now I need a way to, kind of balance everything back out and uh, end up with some homeostasis to go from the salty, savory food. Now I need to switch over to something that's sweet. Then you might have to trick yourself with something that's just healthier. Um, And if you go on some YouTube channels and stuff, you'll find people really spitting out some great information uh, about a lot of different ways they feed this like, craving you know you you got a craving hole a hunger hole and we're just trying to we're trying to spackle them up whatever way we can and and uh cover them up whatever way we can but some people will have like yogurt they'll have Fage yogurt i saw a girl's youtube a couple days ago she was talking about having a whole bucket of Fage yogurt like every night for some people like that don't handle milk well that wouldn't be a great option but um it was it was uh I think it was plain and I think it was like the middle fat one. She just said, Hey, take whatever one or uh get whatever one fits your diet best. Um but she would down the whole thing and it's like a I don't know, it must weigh a pound or something, it's enormous amount of protein and she's like, I just like she would rather eat ice cream. But she chooses that and she throws some strawberries in there, mm-hmm. throws some stevia in there. And now you got something that like, yeah, we, we get it. We totally understand if we were to give that to a kid, they're going to fucking throw it against the wall <sighs> and cry. They're going to be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and we understand that if you're heavy and you've, you've had this the taste and sensation of some of these, you know, really hyper palatable foods that are just stuffed with so much sugar and salt and everything else, we get it that you would be like, yo, It's not the same, but it's not supposed to be the same. And why isn't it supposed to be the same? Because if it's the same, then we end up back to where we were in the beginning. We end up overeating. How do we, how do we assist? How do we help you to not overeat? We basically have to just take up a bunch of time every single day and, Mm. and kill it, kill that time. So that time goes by so that you you can uh, make it through some of these parts of the day. Um, and then also, like, not being fatigued, uh, eating enough protein, and, you know, doing some of the various things uh, I mentioned earlier. It's going to be the only way. you got to occupy your mind each and every day. Otherwise, the food will continue to drive you crazy. Yeah. A, um, a
0: post that I actually have to repost on our um, social media accounts, that's all, that always it's always received very well. But, you know, what you're talking about, the um, the Faye, fa- Fagee, Mm -hmm. yogurt Mm -hmm. and it not it yeah no that next to a ben and jerry's they're from different worlds right but if you want to look like everyone else eat like everyone else you're gonna have to do things a little bit different if you want to change things up and so i think it's it's more of that mindset about the satiated versus satisfied and oddly enough the um the plain greek yogurt like that actually does sound kind of tempting to me to i i i don't even know if I could eat a whole thing of that that yogurt, but I do eat it a lot with a lot of my foods because it's like a super low calorie, pretty decent protein. Um, it's just voluminous though. So it's just one of those little tweaks that you can add to literally everything. Like I make peanut butter out of it. Like it's delicious. It's great. Um, I wanted to go back. You had mentioned about like gaining muscle. What's step one? Like If somebody literally wants to walk into a gym, like, can you take somebody who has no experience, what that's going to be like and really like what they can look forward to and basically, yeah, like what's step one for somebody trying to get into the gym?
1: Yeah. The good news is with no training, you know, you're a novice, you're brand new, so you'll get the newbie gains. Mm -hmm. Um, You can go in the gym and you can move around some dumbbells and some weights probably be advisable if you really don't have any clue on, on anything that you're doing um, to either watch some YouTube videos before you ever even go. Um, Another option is to ask some friends that you know are into lifting an uncle, a dad, a buddy, somebody, uh, and maybe even just, you know, going to the gym with them because they can show you kind of the ropes. So that those are all uh, great places to start. It's a lot of, you know, I, I said this this morning when my brother and I were walking, I was like, you know, there's no reason to be out of shape anymore because everyone has Wi-Fi, you know, everyone has Wi-Fi. You got access to so much great information, um, I, you know, and I do understand, I still understand why people are heavy. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, there's like traumas and there's a lot of things that go on in people's lives, but there's so many people sharing that information on how they lost a hundred pounds, how they lost 200 pounds. Um, there's so many recipe books and so many people giving out free information on YouTube and TikTok and Instagram and Twitter, um, that yeah, for all the reasons that you might label on why you're heavier than you should be, uh, are all you know all you can knock all those excuses out really easily by just looking at the inverse of that and understanding that like we, we do have a lot of information, we do have a lot of things. Uh, going our way when it comes to health and fitness and nutrition when it comes to getting into the gym you know just real simple advice is to you know try to execute something for you know 10 repetitions a curl a row um, there's various like machines and dumbbells and barbells and things that you can use utilize whatever movements you feel comfortable with in the beginning try to do about 10 reps for that And, uh, once you're able to perform 10 reps with a certain weight, um, you know, you want to kind of maybe do that, start to do that for multiple sets. First, first week in the gym, you don't have to do a lot of sets. You can just do like one to two sets. You'd probably be good, uh, over a period of time, add more sets. Once you're able to do like three sets of 10 or four sets of 10 with a given weight, then from there, you're going to want to start to maybe add some weight. And Maybe start to or maybe just keep the weight the same and start to do some more repetitions, but you're going to gain strength really rapidly. Strength is going to help to add to the resistance that we talked about earlier. And all of that is going to lead to you being able to gain more muscle. In my opinion, a really great place to start is with Jim Wendler's book 531, which really walks you through uh, a great training protocol with um, with a, with a reasonable amount of uh, frequency attached to it, a reasonable amount of volume attached to it. So it's something that um, is just a, it's a great place to start. But once you start lifting, you know, almost every single person that you'll run into in a gym, they'll almost always say, I wish I started when I was younger, wish I started lifting when I was younger. I mean, imagine, you know, you're 40 years old and if you had, six years of lifting under your belt or 10 years of lifting under your belt or even more, um, you know, what that could potentially do. You could be potentially setting yourself up for the way that you want to be the rest of your life. Again, back to these uh, parties that I was at where I saw these kids versus these older people that were not in such good shape. The main difference was simply exercise. So I do talk a lot about diet and I do talk a lot about nutrition because I recognize that People have a refrigerator full of food, a freezer full of food, and a pantry, which shouldn't even exist, uh, full of food. Because a pantry is just full of food that's dead, that really doesn't contain much quality, if you actually really think about it. Um, it is understandable that we have these things, because again, like we, we do enjoy these foods. But um, it, it's just playing into convenience, hunger, cravings. We need to safeguard ourselves away from those things more. Uh, and we do so by making better purchases of our food like let 's I think something that would also be really helpful it 's like let 's all band together and stop buying bullshit foods like they 're not they 're not even real food, you know, and oreo 's not real food cereal 's not real food like let 's just i mean I know it sound i know sometimes some of this stuff sounds a little crazy, but just imagine if we all band together and said hey we 're not going to allow uh these Ten giant food companies to uh, to contribute to us being sick all the time anymore. And instead, we're going to buy meat. We're going to buy eggs. We're going to buy stuff that we consider uh, to be a much healthier option. Again, meat does not contain. And, you know, people can argue about vegan and whatever, but uh, meat does not contain anything in it that uh, our body doesn't want to absorb it's It's very simple, but a granola bar certainly does. has a bunch of bullshit in there that we that our body doesn't want to absorb. so the reason why I preach a lot of this stuff and the reason why I talk about it so much is i do I do truly want to help. I do recognize that the people that are kind of on the heavier side um, that they do have some traumas. I'm in recognition of that, but I think that for each person who is overweight. They need to do some self-examination and say, why, what is the reason why I do this? Okay, I like to eat uh, after I have dinner because it was kind of trained into me uh, as a kid. Or, um, you know, my dad called me fat when I was nine, and so I found myself, uh, you know, stealing candy from the grocery store, and I found myself uh, eating when everybody else went to bed. And I, I got fat from that, but it's like, Hey, you know what? Okay. That really sucks. That, that is awful that a parent put you in that situation and, um, you, you felt that way from what they said and it's fucking horrible. However, it's, you know, at the same time, when I hear people say things like that, I'm like, okay, you're 37 now. Uh, I don't know if anyone has announced this to you, but your childhood is over with and it has been for a long time and no one else fucking cares is blunt and is sad or whatever that might be. It's over with. You are not tethered to that. You are not married to that. You are not connected to that forever. You don't have to be. It's on you. It's up to you. Shoulder the responsibility when you start to shoulder the responsibilities of life and you start to walk around with them, just like resistance training, you start to load those things up in your backpack and walk around with them. You start to get bigger legs from it. You start to get bigger traps from it. You start to get a bigger, stronger, more resilient body from it. And it's something that I want to continue to teach and to preach to as many people uh, that will listen to me. Thinking about the uh, conversation we
0: had in the break room earlier about like, um, I guess, my, my progress and, you know, where I'm going to be when I'm 40, um, what's the rate of progress people should be considering? Because there there might be somebody that is overweight and they see you and in SEMA and they're just like, oh, my gosh, like, that's literally two lifetimes away from me. But... I mean, even just, like, I forgot what the percentage is, but, like, a a small percentage of body fat loss equals, like, a tremendous amount of, like, health benefits and stuff. But um, for this person that is overweight, yeah, what's the rate of progress that they should really be thinking about instead of, like, getting shredded, right? That's probably not the, um, I mean, I guess that can be the goal, but that shouldn't be the focus right now.
1: The rate of progress is uh, extremely... Fast. <laughs> Extremely fast. If you've never practiced something before, oh, yeah. the rate of progress is... So um, I'll give you an example. Mm-hmm. Um, one example, I mean, other than like just common words that are used in the English language uh, where there's like a bridge between uh, Spanish uh, words and uh, like Mexican food... So, so like, there's a couple things that I know, but um, how do you say, uh, how do you say uh, wife in uh, Spanish? Uh, Esposa. Mm Esposa. Did I get that right? Pretty close. Okay. And (laughs) how long did that take me to learn that? I mean, you just literally, like, split second. Your wife is esposa. 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 Nailed it. You just just progressed. There we go. Yeah. (laughs) So that's how quickly, you know, someone who's heavy can progress or somebody who's never been in a gym before as quickly as I just learned that word. Mm -hmm. Someone could learn how to do a curl. Someone could learn some things might take a little longer. um, But somebody could learn it's as fast as your mind can like process it, which is varies amongst people, but is, is pretty quick. Mm -hmm. Um, I could come home and I could say, hey, uh, you know what, Andy, I, I Andrew showed me some stuff at the gym, and uh, I think it's going to really help with my weight loss because he showed me how to pull the sled, and I could pull it forward, I could pull it backwards. Another great way for me to burn off more energy than I consume every day, a way for me to help uh, against this battle of eating less, because we can't just eat less, because at some point you'll just eat less and less, and you'll just that will uh pull against your willpower too much you'll be too hungry all the time for most people uh and it will be problematic and i could also say you know what you know what he told me you're not going to believe this but get this when i'm walking with the sled all i'm doing is walking with it not doing anything i'm not running i'm not jumping i'm not doing anything athletic not doing anything crazy i'm just walking with the sled you know andrew said he said that not only am i burning calories But I actually felt it. My legs got like, uh, my legs got really tired while I was doing it. And he said that over time that will help build muscle. So it's like, you know, I'm getting, I'm burning calories for the moment and I'm building muscle, you know, for the future. And then how many exercises could you learn in one day? Or for somebody who's heavy, how much information can they learn in a few days, in a few weeks of hearing about, um, you know, learning about calories. Okay, fat has nine calories per gram. Oh, okay. That maybe that's maybe that's why people say that they think fat is bad, because it's like it's more dense with energy. But I just learned that it's not necessarily bad, it's just a form of energy. It just happens to be the most dense macronutrient that we have. Oh, okay. All right, well, what about carbs? Oh, carbs, they have four grams uh, or four calories per gram. And what about protein? Protein has four grams. And then what if you learn, someone says, you know what, um, carbohydrates aren't really bad for you. It's when, they get, when we start to get mixed ingredients and mixed macros that they just end up tasting really good. And then we sometimes end up in a category of, here we are, you know, having a tough time with overeating once again. If you take, um, I mean, just just think about all the favorite foods you've had, you've loved from the time you were really young, from the time you were a kid. Um, your mom, you know, she's tired of you eating a bunch of sugar, so she buys just plain Cheerios, and she wants to see the family getting in better shape, so she buys skim milk. So like, fuck, man, skim milk and and Cheerios. Well, now <laughs> you find the sugar, right? You dump some sugar on your uh, Cheerios and you you find the stuff that they pour in their coffee every morning is kind of creamy. And so you're like, ah, fuck that. Instead of using the skim milk, I'm going to use a half and half wow. and you start using that combination. Those things are I mean, just. You ever want to just do some random taste tests around the house with some bullshit that you have. You can even teach your kids some of this stuff and say, Hey, what tastes better? They're going to be like, give me a break. The fucking half and half and the sugar on the Cheerios way better than the, the skim milk with no sugar on it. Um, But then over a period of time, you, you can find small compromises that are just reasonable where where what you're eating yes it's different than what you've eaten previously but it's not fucking disgusting you know and it's not only that though you also know that it's nourishing you there's something amazing about knowing that you're getting nourishment from something there's a lot of people in the health and fitness community that eat things that they really don't love that much but they're like this has iron in it or this has calcium in it or this has you know insert whatever, uh, you know, nutrient or vitamin or mineral. Um, a lot of people don't like fish oil pills, right? I mean, I don't think anyone likes to take fish oil capsules, but people are doing so because they believe that that is going to yield some, uh, better result, uh, with, you know, against heart disease, or it's going to help, you know, just balance out your omega threes to omega sixes or whatever it is that you're in hopes of. People will swallow those pills and they burp them up and it's kind of gross. Like you burp up like fish. Mm. It's a weird thing, but people will make these compromises and will make these sacrifices. But what I believe is I don't think you're the compromises that you make in your nutrition and the compromises that you start to make with starting to exercise more. I don't think they need to be that bad. Like they just need to be, they need to be reasonable for you they're going to be changes. So you're going to think all of them probably suck. (laughs) And you might be a little frustrated with some of the changes, but you know, in, in helping hundreds and thousands of people over the years, lose weight and losing a hundred pounds of weight myself, um, and in coaching people and in seeing the comments and just all the different things, uh, that I've experienced over the years, there's just so many options. There's so many options to, uh, being healthier, being in better shape. Let's say that you are really heavy and that you do have trouble walking. Well, what are some options? You hear me talk about 10-minute walks all the time. An option might be to get a recumbent bike or to find access to a recumbent bike. Um, Find access to an elliptical. Um, Maybe both of those things hurt too. Maybe find access to a rower. Um, We don't need a lot of equipment We don't need enormous amounts of time, but where we do need some time is we need some time from you working on making better decisions each and every day, and while these different traumas, and you might have these different things that have happened to you, it's important to realize that you have strength and you have control over your mind. You practice these things all the time. You probably get to work on time. Um, You're probably faithful to your spouse. You're probably faithful to your family. You probably are wherever your son or daughter asks you to be when you're supposed to be there. Like, you're good at a lot of shit. And I think that we just blow all that off and we're like, you know, I fuck everything up. We have a tendency to be really super negative about ourselves. I I don't have discipline like that. I would never be able to be on a diet. It's like, actually you'd be surprised how super convenient and easy it can become. It's going to take time, but you could easily swap out your Coke for some Coke zero. Um, You could easily swap out your Turkey sandwich that has mayo and cheese and bacon on it for a Turkey sandwich that is predominantly Turkey. Maybe it's half a Turkey sandwich. Maybe it's, I mean, there's just, there's the options to do some of this stuff. Is limitless. And maybe sometimes that's what makes it so hard because you could follow a lot of different rules or a lot of different uh, advice. But ultimately, you got to keep in mind the only thing that you're trying to do every single day is to figure out how to make it through the day without over consuming energy. And our energy primarily comes from fat and carbohydrates, the protein. I wouldn't really sweat that too much. I wouldn't worry about that. Just try to get in about a gram per pound of body weight. If you're looking for specific suggestions on macros, you go one gram per pound of body weight with your protein, and then you would do half for your fat and half for your carbs, and boom, you're done.
0: Last question for me. Uh, Let's say I'm a fan of the show. I'm just a fan. Just Just somebody who subscribed to the podcast, subscribed to the YouTubes, been following you for years, and... Wow, there's Mark Bell. I see Mark Bell on the street on his 10 minute walk. I have a pretty good question for him. Is he going to be into it? Should I approach him? If somebody sees you, do you I guess do you do you want to accept people that are like coming up to you? I don't know that's not the right word, but like are you open to like having a conversation with somebody who they're a stranger to you, but they know you? are you cool with people coming up and talking to you about certain things like this?
1: hundred percent. Absolutely. I'd love to be recognized for that. Love for people to know me for that. And, uh, I want to help, you know, even if it's not you asking a question for yourself, if it's you asking a question for someone that you love and care about, I recognize the struggle. I understand the struggle. Um, I've seen it firsthand with many people. As I mentioned earlier, I lost my mom to obesity and I don't want to see, I think it's I, I think it's something that uh many, many people can escape. Uh maybe it's you know, gonna be difficult to save everybody, but I believe that I have information and knowledge to assist and to get people into a better spot. I feel that I have a good understanding of of how people even get to this spot in the first place and I have uh good ideas and recipes to help people get out of those uh nasty spots. Um that they've, they kind of find themselves in, you know, right now I'm helping out my buddy Russell and, uh, we're 20 days in and he's down 17 pounds. It's just one person's results. You know, it's just, it's just one guy. So we can't just say, Hey, look, you know, this is going to be the exact same way it's going to work for everybody. But, uh, I would love to be known, uh, you know, as a person that is assisting people with losing weight, the way that I thought about it, more recently was I I went to this uh, restaurant and one of the guys there was real heavy and the guy was super nice and funny and, and just seemed like a wonderful person to be around. Um, He shared a lot with us. He told us he was a dad and then just all these things. And I'm just like, man, like there's, I'm not expecting everyone to be skinny. I believe that we're all made to be different. Um, I'm certain I'm not skinny myself. Uh, I don't even want that. And I also, I'm not trying to inflect what I think is a way to live. I'm just trying, I want to be able to assist people to feeling better about themselves and to assist people to feel really good. And in this guy's case, I kind of wish that he was like, Oh, that's Mark Bell. He's the dude that helps people lose weight. So I'm just going to ask him a question, which I know that some people would still be, they might want to run the other way. But like, I don't, I don't want to know what he's going to say, but you know, trust me when I, when I say that the, the things that I suggest are reasonable. They're reasonable. 10 minute walks, eat more protein, lift some weights. Outside of that, I would say, look, you have nowhere to, you have no idea where to start or what to do. Uh, Multiply your body weight by about 10. That's about how many calories you should eat a day. If you're totally lost and just don't even know anything about a calorie or nothing, YouTube it, look it up. And, uh, from there, maybe track your calories for a few days, just see what you kind of normally eat. And you're going to say, my God, I eat, you know, 400 carbs every day and 300 grams of fat and zero protein. (laughs) You know, you're going to probably find that your, your diet is just needs to be flipped upside down, you know, or your diet just needs, sometimes it's just tweaking. You know, I want to make that clear too, is like, I think that sometimes we think that people that are heavier a real gluttonous or where they're, but no, a lot of times they just got themselves in a bad spot, got themselves into a bad position and they continue to kind of self sabotage themselves. It's not like if you sat down and ate with some of these people or seen them eat, uh, they're not going to eat nearly the amount of food that you thought they might eat. Um, again, because a lot of times it's the end of the day, uh, where everyone tends to struggle. Like Andrew was pointing out like, man, I just want to, I just want to, but we gotta rain. We gotta figure out a way to rein that in. You know what? What if the answer, like, what if the answer I gave to that question was, "Man, you gotta get the fuck over it." <laughs> you know, you gotta, you gotta figure out a way to power through that mentally. Find something else to do is kind of what I suggested. Right? Um, that is the truth of it. You want to be different. You want to look different. You want to be further ahead. You want to advance. You want to make progress. Well, we can't keep doing the same things you were doing before because that clearly is not working the way the way that you want it to work. But also, can we fill in those gaps with something more reasonable? Can I say, oh, Andrew, that's no problem, man. Um, you know, buy some low-fat popcorn and just stuff your face with a bunch of popcorn and uh, just do it for the whole week. Eat as much popcorn as you want. By the time three days go by, you're going to be like, dude, like the popcorn's killing me, you know. Mm-hmm. And you'll probably rein it back in on your own. Um and there's tons of suggestions online. There's anabolic ice cream that you can make. Mm-hmm. There's uh there's uh high protein puddings, and yes, there's a little bit of extra effort that goes into you know taking your yogurt and and whipping some uh protein powder into it, but I want people to understand and to trust me when I say this, it's easier for you to be harder on yourself now than it is for everyone else to be harder on you later. It's easier for you to be harder on yourself right now than it is for the world to come crashing down on you and say, you're fucking fat, you're lazy, you're obese, you're not doing what you're supposed to do. And why do my taxes have to go uh, towards helping you with your healthcare when you're, when you're just a lazy ass, it's harder to be obese. It's harder to, walk around being uncomfortable like that it's harder to be sick it's harder to have diabetes it's harder to have heart disease than it is to simply change a couple of things I know that change is really difficult but it's it's an important thing it's important for us to figure out ways of making progress and for ways uh, for us to correct some errors that maybe we've been making Uh, something that was that brought up to me recently that I never really thought of before but uh, by a friend of mine who's, who's heavy. Um, they said, they said, you know, when you talk about being heavy, a lot of times, um, you, you're immediately addressing a problem that someone is wearing on their being all the time. So just imagine a similar scenario where someone goes up to you and says, Hey, let's talk about that giant zit that's on your forehead you know you put it in perspective that way it's like yeah hey dude let's talk about your problem so i understand like it's a sensitive it's a sensitive thing because people can kind of visualize they can they get to see uh what this potential problem is whereas with other things if i'm an alcoholic um if i you know addicted to uh cocaine or uh, i you know Bad to my wife or kids or or any of those kinds of things, like that's all private no one no one gets to see it, but if you're walking around two hundred pounds overweight, everyone sees it, and everyone judges judges it so I think that that is a really hard position to be in I'm empathetic towards it i all I really want to do is try to help people out that are in that situation, and I'd like to continue to learn more about it so people that are hearing this message, if you see me uh if you want to message me or whatever like i i'll get like tons of messages on this kind of stuff uh i'll do the best i can to respond um i'll do the best i can to respond to uh continue to assist people but if you just really just listen to my podcast mark bell's power project we talk about this stuff all the time (laughs) all the time so tune into that
0: absolutely That's sick, Mark. I it's just cool, and like some of that stuff does rub off on me. Like I, you know, I we've talked about on the podcast also how like I I will see my family, you know, extended family and immediate family eat a certain way. I'm just like, "Mm," like I don't know. You you, I think you just said like you wanted to lose weight and then you eat this way, but then so that's like the negative side of it for me that I'm still trying to like you know figure out how to how to deal with it personally. But it does make me want to help and um. Mark means what he says. He literally wants people to hit him up and ask him for help. So I think that's freaking, I think that's amazing. Um, do you got anything else to add to this? Or we want to wrap things up.
1: Nope. You know, I, I think just to elaborate a little bit more on just what you mentioned right there about, um, you know, the family members kind of saying one thing and then doing another. Mm-hmm. I think, um, there's opportunities for, Education. There's opportunities to uh, talk to people about stuff, but there's also no reason to try to educate somebody uh, when they clearly just went a different way. You know, you probably just probably best off, like for most of us, just to leave it alone. I, I make the mistake all the time of giving people, uh, you know, maybe it makes me feel good for me to sit there and talk about something that I know a bunch about. Uh, but I'm probably doing so in a way that's not helpful to anyone's and probably just kind of a waste of time and maybe even turning them off more to, you know, what, what my intention is, is to see them, uh, get better. So if somebody, you know, if you have this conversation with somebody and say, Hey, you know, a lot of times we have family gatherings. Like I, I made a decision a while back. I'm going to try to bring healthier option foods, or at least things that I think, uh, are less calorically dense, maybe higher in protein. Um, you know, maybe you want to join in and, and the next thing they bring, you know, to a gathering, is like a pot pie that's got like, you know, a hundred grams of fat per serving or something like that. And they either, you know, didn't hear the message or, you know, they just reverted back to their ways or maybe they just didn't get around to whatever it is at the moment, but it doesn't really do us any good to, to judge. You and I talked a little bit too about, you know, kind of seeing, People in general, just acting or being a certain way when you kind of know they can't afford certain stuff, and you're like you're like, man, why are they <laughs> why do they kind of routinely do that, but then they complain, they complain about their job and they complain about not having money, but then I see them with new sneakers and I see them you know always you know drinking you know alcohol like maybe at like bars and stuff where it's real expensive, and you're just like, man like." you would save a ton of money if you just didn't drink and didn't care about having new sneakers every, <laughs> every week. But yeah. you know, we, we, it's just, it probably, it's easy to get kind of, uh, I guess, aggravated by stuff like that, but it doesn't really do us any good. Yeah.
0: And then, sorry, I did remember one last thing. Um, and I don't know, maybe I, cause I've been like this since I was a kid, but back when I wouldn't make healthier options or whatever, like I just wanted stuff to taste better, mm. whether it be, cookies, brownies, or like, I don't know, breakfast burritos. We talked about those earlier. Um, Once you do start kind of messing with some of these, like, um, well, just considered healthier foods, but like having the yogurt with protein instead of regular ice cream, it becomes more and more fun every time you make a new recipe and it tastes a little bit better. Like, oh, I added, you know, chocolate chips to it this time. Like, what would happen if I did this? And like, oh, now I'm going to add Lily's sugar-free chocolate chips while doing that. And next thing you know, it's like a healthier version of what you started with and it tastes better. And then you cannot freaking wait to share it with somebody. And that's been my absolute like favorite thing is taking something that I made. Like, I'll take it from, you know, like a YouTuber and then like I'll make my tweaks to it and then I'll present it to my family and then watch them experience it mm-hmm. and love it. I'm just like, we got one. Like I got a go-to thing that I can give my family and they won't even know the difference between this and like a real unhealthy meal. And that that, that shit's fun. It's you know, it might take a while to get to that point to where you're psyched to mm-hmm. have like some healthy food, but man, is it freaking awesome.
1: Things can taste unbelievably delicious. You could you could buy um uh some chicken breasts at the store and get some chicken thighs and everyone that I know has an oven, you know, <laughs> grab, grab the, ch- you know, throw those, ch- throw the chicken in the oven, um, you know, maybe put a little bit of seasoning on it, but when it's done, you know, throw, uh, you know, in a pot, mix up some, uh, red hot sauce and maybe some butter and throw whatever other ingredients you want in there. And then when it comes out, you know, just dump some of that on there or maybe, maybe when it's almost all the way cooked, you know, dump some of that butter and red hot sauce on there and, and just kind of cook it in for like about five minutes or so. It's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. There's not, hardly any carbohydrates at all. Um, predominantly protein. You got some lean, leaner protein with the, with the chicken breast. And you also have food that could sit in your fridge for a couple of days now You can also get some ground Turkey, you know, um, you don't have to get, like, the leanest ground turkey that there is because that is hard to eat. But I think the 96 or the 94, or whatever one that is, get a bunch of ground turkey. Throw it in a pan. Throw some cheese on it and throw some, like, southwest uh, seasoning on there or something like that. It'd be fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. It tastes it tastes so good. Just get some chili sauce or something and throw it in there. I mean, there's it's not hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that, that side of things is not difficult and people talking about things take too long or whatever. um, I'm sorry, but it's an excuse because it, I think it takes like three or four minutes to cook up some eggs. Eggs are, eggs are super healthy. I mean, there's, there's just, there's a lot of options. You just need to start to work on it, but that could end up being part of kind of your new hobby is to take care of yourself, you know, feed yourself some really good food. There's, a lot of options, too, with, I mean, if you want, again, search for some of the stuff on YouTube. Like, look at look at um, low-calorie foods that are available. Like, there's hundreds of them. Um, you can eat, like, a shit ton of watermelon or a shit ton it's, of strawberries. Some strawberries. Dip that shit in some, like, Cool Whip or some heavy whipping cream or something like that. And so what if you overeat? Like it's not a big deal. If you overeat for that one particular day, you'll, you'll rein it in. You'll get it figured out. It, it'll, it'll work out over time, but it will only work out over time if you're choosing, uh, these kind of healthier option foods because they're a little harder to overeat. So mm-hmm. yeah,
0: 140, 140, grams is 50 calories in strawberries. <laughs> so right? it's, dude, that's a lot too. It's great. I
1: love it. That's that's a lot of goddamn strawberries. A lot of strawberries. Yeah, that's all I got for you, Mark. You got anything else? That's it from me. Uh, Strength is never weakness. Weakness is never strength. Uh, You guys need to, you know, along with this uh, episode, you know, we uh, also want to encourage you to check out some of our sponsors. We got our people at Element. Uh, We we uh, you know with electrolytes, I recommend fasting quite a bit, and so with fasting or with having a low carb diet. Uh, it's good to get the salt and electrolytes in there. We also got, uh, eat right foods. We were just mentioning some Turkey. Mm -hmm. They have some great, uh, they have some amazing, they have a bunch of amazing, uh, food that's prepped for you already, which is huge because a huge part of all this, as I mentioned in the beginning is convenience. If you don't have the convenience and you got the cravings, you're going to end up cheating on your diet at some point. Um, and then the last one obviously is our, our peeps over at Piedmontese who's been our long standing um, uh, peeps that support the podcast and they have the they, they allow you to eat meat on like even a bodybuilding diet I think mm-hmm. I'm I'm shocked it's not more people talk about Piedmontese like I'm surprised it's not Same. you know rolling right through uh, Greg Doucette and some of these people that are uh, becoming infamous on YouTube because it is an amazing option to be able to have steak that's that lean, but also still, like, I just still don't understand how they do it.
0: Yeah, so links and promo codes and all that for all of them down in the description below and or the podcast show notes. Make sure you follow the podcast at Mark Bell's Power Project on Instagram, at MB Power Project on TikTok and Twitter. My Instagram and Twitter is at IamAndrewZ, and I'm still kind of working the kinks
1: out on TikTok, but it's at the Andrew Z and then Mark... I'm at Mark Smelly Bell on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, thank you guys so much for the support over on TikTok. If you're not following me at the moment, make sure that you do. But I have a video that I think is like up over like 2.5 million. Damn! So that video went smoking pretty good, and uh, appreciate it. Strength is never weak. This week, this is never strength. Catch you guys later. Bye.